0: get your pen and paper ready. A proof text will be taken from the book of verse twenty. And Jesus said unto them, because of your belief, for so, verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall see unto this mountain, remove hence to a younger place, you shall know, and nothing shall be impossible to you. Those persons that if you have faith, as little as mustard seed, you can speak to a mountain and command it to know. So, a particular location to another and it will respond. You need to understand that before you must receive anything from God or before you can receive anything from the source you must believe I mean you must have faith in him or in his capacity to meet you at the point of the said need. The subject of faith is a serious business. Only serious business. the serious-minded and successful The Bible says that he who must come to God must believe that he exists and he is the rewarder of them that seek him in the If you are to seek the face of God, you have to seek him with 100% concentration. There is no such thing as I've expressed faith before and acted faith before. God should look at that and consider me. Now, while Peter sought the face of Jesus and he asked, Master, if it is you, and he got a response, that it is I, come. While Peter was coming towards Jesus, he was focused on him. He continued to focus on him while he was walking on the sea. He continued to focus on Jesus, Jesus' capacity. Which strengthened him to do the impossible continually. But when his focus was off Jesus, he went to sin. And Christ asked the Why right Now, when the Bible said, My power of son shall prevail, it meant that you can only attain or achieve results by focusing on Him. It is through focusing on him that his spirit would connect with yours to achieve the impossible. While the Bible said, by power and might shall no man prevail, it meant that it is when you focus on him who with yours to achieve the impossible. In other words, It takes your focus on the one who has more capacity than you to do the impossible. It takes your focus on God to actually do the impossible. The danger of losing concentration in God is great. The danger is great. Because the moment you begin to concentrate who you are, how people see you, and how life is treating you on the circumstances that you are going through, or the circumstances you find yourself, or the storms of life, your focus is obviously off the one with the higher capacity. Then, what those ones, which you are focusing on, carry is what will consume you. What they are about is what will become your lot. Now, the circumstances of life have no other thing to offer you than destruction. In other words, if you must receive of God, your focus must be on Him consistently. Remember, you cannot be looking at two opposite directions at the same time. If you are this kind, that wants to always balance things by connecting uh, back to reality and focusing on God at the same time. You won't be able to make any difference. How to do that? Peter was trying to be realistic. He didn't doubt God's capacity. He was trying to be realistic by saying that, hey, I'm walking on water. He want me to keep focusing. I wanted to come back to the reality of the fact that, so I can really walk on water. So I'm walking on water. This is not going to keep focusing on Jesus. You focusing on your situation is another way of doubting God's capacity. I mean, you giving your situation some considerations in your mind is another way of doubting God's capacity of the ways to justify faith eh, is to focus on the capacity of God the true justification for faith is what focus, God's capacity which explains when they are passing down you should say this is up. You, know, you are not meant to acknowledge the situation the way it is it is dangerous to acknowledge your situation the way it is, especially when it is unpleasant. When Christ came to the family that was thrown into mourning as a result of the death of their daughter, and Christ asked the child, "She is dead." She said, "Christ says no, she is sleeping." Christ never acknowledged the situation the way it is. Hallelujah. If Christ wept over the depth of Lazarus. He didn't weep to accept the people. he only wept with compassion that, oh, my friend. That was the only person that was described as Christ's friend. He wept for the compassion of friendship, but never accepted that. And that's the reason why much emphasis was put on? Look, the divine. Jesus wept. That's all. He didn't make any other statements. It is okay to weep over a situation, but be mindful to why you what weep. They begin to ask questions. Why my life be like this? Why me of all this situation? Christ did not ask why would God allow to die, but He moved from there and called the friends as if to say, "You never died." Praise God. See, the project of faith is a consistent one. Are together? The work of faith is a consistent process. That was focusing on God's ability or what God says over the situation rather than the situation itself hallelujah therefore if the formula to come out of your financial struggle is given like this when there's a casting down you should see there's a lifting up when you go through financial challenge what should you be saying huh? I get now. I guess what I am saying, you should say, "I have other than enough." other you know, was where there is an obvious casting down. Saying, you should be saying, they lifting up." When they say to you that there is a casting down, you should say, lifting up." They're not trying to count anybody. The Bible is saying here that when there is really a casting down. When the casting down is obvious, and in fact, when you are down, you should say there's a lifting up, rather than looking for a useless shoulder to cry on. Those shoulders are useless because you end up re-establishing the situation by your confession. I want together, look at what I'm going through. You now begin to let me paint this on this angle and begin, begin to explain thereby establishing or creating or giving the situation a foothold on the ground. You see that the journey of faith is for the highly intellectual. Before we go, you have to be brilliant. That's what I'm saying. It's some level of soundness of mind to actually follow them. Hallelujah. Some people, when they are all down, can't say anything. I, I went together. Christ did not begin to go and cry to somebody. See, I we'll see this one again. He didn't look for his shoulder. So I said that. My friend. My friend. My only friend. In fact, the way they selected a Bible verse to say Jesus wept so that he didn't cry for long. He just wept, finished. He didn't explain any other thing. It speaks volume. other was he didn't do a lot of drama around this. Maybe tears just fell from his eyes and he wiped it. But the was said, he explained his brother. He didn't cry without hope. He cried for the fact that he missed a friend. For the sake of compassion. For the sake of friendship. Hallelujah. For you to receive from God. For you to draw strength from God. Your focus must be only on Him. And what He has to say over your situation. And not the reality of the situation. It will not take long for you to come out of your situation. But because of the fact that. You are too analytical. You want somebody to feel what you are feeling. You want to explain it properly. And when you are explaining it, you will say that I have faith. You even say it and like, have faith, but you still keep analyzing it. That you are saying you have faith does not mean that you are expressing faith. Now, I know that God Almighty will still deliver me, but you are still analyzing the situation. Making it what? Bigger. The energy you use in saying you have faith is different from the energy you keep using. Analyze the situation. Well, was the exact in other words, you exert more energy when you analyze the situation than when you express that you believe in God's capacity, and that's why even in your conversation, you are battle most times as a Christian. We you need to be able to speak in the level of God. You need to reason on God's capacity, the level of capacity for you to get requires us of going to listen with God. That you always use the words in Jesus name we pray. is not a yardstick to an inside prayer. That you use Jesus while you pray is not a reason why God should answer your prayer. Because you can also be praying in the name of Jesus without focusing on God. If you leave this meeting, this particular meeting today, after you must have heard these words, and you go know about your daily activities living in victory over circumstances, it is either because you are a forgetful hero, because it takes God nothing to do something for you. Christ said, You ask do not receive because you mix things up. That something is generally acceptable doesn't mean that it is spiritually correct. Altogether, God, when, that a lot of people are generally expressing it doesn't mean that it is spiritually what? Correct. Or because majority are making a particular confession, I mean social trends does not mean that it is the voice of God. A lot of people unconsciously don't forces with the general scenes, they do themselves with those who give a general statement about a particular thing. For example, oh, no, because the economy is not doing fine. They begin to use this place like God, do shame us. God, when? God, so before me. That it is generally acceptable does not mean that it is what? Spiritually correct. As a matter of fact, those statements I've just made see points down to the fact that there's a casting down. That everybody is generally saying it does not mean that you should also join to it. Because, on a final note, there is power in your mouth. Hallelujah! There is what? Power. In this mouth. This is the reason why you should be mindful of everything you say. In fact, you should be mindful of what you think, down to what you say. Because they say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Praise the Lord. Let us seize this opportunity, therefore, to remaster or reprogram ourselves for success by being consistently conscious of how to react to the situations around us. Because the way we react the situations around us, will determine if we will come out of the situation or not. May God bless His world. The way we react to the situation around us, will determine if the situation will actually get better or become worse. That was what Christ did, finally. The way he reacted to the situation of the death of his friend determines the outcome. The way Peter reacted to you, the circumstance around the way he began to focus on circumstance around him determined the outcome. God bless his word. Hallelujah.